Hey guys, uh, Techway Tuesday is obviously still brought to you by our laptop and not our podcast equipment, um, unfortunately. ETA, seven days. I guess we're just going to jump right into it now. Yeah. But we have two very special guests for you today. So as Raf and I sit here on the floor of Edgecliff, we're excited to bring you, first of all, one of the listeners and uh, members at one of our gyms. His name is Matty Bragg. And uh, let's hear what he has to say about how the project has affected him. Was it me that turned you on to the podcast or was it Raf? Like, how did you get turned on to uh, the project? Originally with the project, it was Lily who got me involved in like CrossFit and got me on to you guys. Yeah. Um, she told me like, yeah, start training with you guys and then they also do like a really cool podcast. Had you listened to podcasts before? Uh, no, never. And um, what episode did you start with? Um, I actually started about the one F45 versus CrossFit. Okay. That one was awesome, and I kind of started scrolling through and like picking out ones because obviously I couldn't listen to 57 episodes yeah. in one go. Yeah. So um, no, and then I, I picked up the one from the boys from Primal, and um, it was that just hearing about their story and what they did to get to where they are, and like what you boys have done to get to where you are, and like. Um, kind of motivated me to get off my ass and do something and get the job that I've always wanted. Yeah, and what were you doing before that episode, and what are you doing now? Um, so I wasn't doing, wasn't training, and I was working at a job I kind of hated, and yeah. um, I kind of just saw myself through summer just kind of kicking it in the off season from work and like mm-hmm. since training and since listening to those podcasts and stuff and realizing what pe- other people are doing, I just kind of thought. Like, hey, let's get off my ass and let's go and do something. Yeah. Was it anything in particular in that story or in that massive podcast we had with Primal, the second one, that like, kind of stood out to you? It was when um, Ben, I think it was, it was a while ago, I listened to it now, but yeah. he said he was out doing, um, doing like, door knocking for a company. It got to the point where he was like, he had nothing all day and, like, it wasn't until, like, the last house he finally got something and... Just stories like that and like how that influenced him to go out when he was starting off the business and stuff. So I I made a bunch of cold calls and like sent off some emails and stuff like that. Yeah. And next thing I knew, no, I was doing a trial at Channel 10. Yeah, wow. And what uh, what job is that specifically? Um, editor. So I've always wanted to be a graphic editor. I always used to film my mate surfing and skating and then edit it together for him. Yeah. And so now, yeah, just having the opportunity to get paid to do it is a dream come true pretty much and were you uh were you kind of fearful a little bit when you first started what was that first call like it was pretty terrifying just <laughs> i'd met this guy once yeah and he was like oh i know this guy he's going to help you out and stuff if you want something bad enough and i'd been hitting him up and leaving voicemails and stuff a little bit okay but then i was like no nah, i'm pushing i'm going to get this yeah so just to make that first kind of call and for him to pick up and be like, hey, who's this? And maybe like, oh, it's Matt, I know you from this. I want a job. And then he was like, all right, um, I'll speak to you later or whatever. And usually that means like you're not going to hear back. Yeah. He calls me back. He's got, he's like, oh, I've got the head of editing here, mate, and we're going to get you in. Oh, wow. And I was just, yeah, just mind-blowing. So I was like... Was there anything in particular that they said to you that... They're like, look, we gave you this callback or we gave you this opportunity because, you know, X reason, like something. Well, they, they go like, you're, you're pretty driven and you seem to want it. 
so we want to get in a trial. Nice. And so from going in and getting that trial was like the starting point. Yeah. And then I think they saw how much I wanted this and how committed I was and like the skills I already had. And so, yeah, a couple of days ago, I signed a full-time contract with them. Oh, fuck, that's sick. Yeah, my, my Instagram's Mert Brog, M-E-R-T-B-R-O-G. What's that? <laughs> that's like my name in meme form. I don't know what, what it, the fuck it's is hard, meme It's form? hard to explain. It's kind of like an inside joke. That's oh, okay. Like... <laughs> All right. well, there you go. That's, uh, that's Maddie Bragg. Thanks to Maddie for doing that for us. So that was hopefully inspiring for some of you and a good kick up the ass. So now we have uh, another special guest, Brent Fikowski, and Brent's going to share his takeaway uh, for this week's Takeaway Tuesday. All right, this is Brent Fikowski. I'm a crossfitter from Canada West, Kelowna, British Columbia. I came third in the Open and uh, just missed out on a game spot the last two years at regionals. And my, uh, my training tip here on the Mind Muscle Project is something I've implemented since regionals 2015. And after reevaluating my own training and uh, just trying to sort of nitpick everything I do and refine what I'm doing in order to become better, I realized that uh, I'd often go home after training with a negative mindset, um, kind of always feeling like I should be doing more and I should have worked harder or I could have went faster and um, found that that was negatively affecting, you know, my day-to-day um, attitude and performance and all that all that sort of stuff adds up. And, you know, I think I realized after regionals that I, I do, in fact, work hard enough and I have to remember that. So I have these uh, two or three questions I ask myself after training and I know these questions going in so it sort of fuels my training each day and the main question is did you work hard today and that's the most important one especially in CrossFit training you'll hear you know any guys like Jason Kalipa and all those guys lots of quotes like that but it's just did you work as hard as you needed to on that day doesn't necessarily mean you went at 100%, you know, maybe you had a, a poor sleep or something sore, um, you know, it doesn't mean you have to PR, it just means you just have to answer that question honestly, did I work hard today? Um, and then the second question that I always ask is, did I work on my weaknesses today? So if I went in the gym and I worked hard, that's great, but for me, if I just did rowing and if I just went for a run and if I just did a couple wall balls, you know, I, I might have worked hard, but that didn't really improve my weaknesses. And I think those two things combined are the most important things for a CrossFitter to ask themselves. And if they can honestly answer those questions after training each day, you don't have to worry about doing anything more. Um, even if your session's only an hour or it's an hour and a half, you don't have to worry about doing anything more than that. Um, and then the third one, maybe not as important, is, and it comes with the weaknesses, is did I move well? So, um, you know, you could arch your back in a bunch of uh, strict presses and force your way to get through a bunch of strict presses and you could roll and um, have terrible posture. And you would have worked hard and you would have worked on your weaknesses, but if you move terribly, it sort of comes in to those other things. So those three intertwined are the three questions I ask myself after every training session. I've found it's, uh, you know, on my bike ride home, I usually ask myself that. And if I find that I can answer those honestly, then... I usually go on with my day and don't think about training anymore. And thanks to Brent. <laughs> what is that quite Tuesday? Thanks to Raf to traveling all the way to Melbourne and 
strapping in with that Canadian. We've got a podcast coming out with him very soon, but that'll be in uh, maybe two weeks' time, do you think? Yeah. yeah. It was pretty solid. Yeah. Double um, episode. Yeah. But you've got a good one coming this week, so be excited for that. Uh, that is with Ben Turner, the Olympian. Uh, sorry, not Olympian, Common, Commonwealth Games got medalist. Near Olympian. And, near Olympian. Uh, okay, so this is the last week in our series, or our three-part series for training takeaways on Tuesday. And uh, so my takeaway for, for training this week, if you haven't listened to the first two episodes, definitely go back, listen to those two. That's, that's the first takeaway. Uh, but my one this week is, uh, and what I've noticed in some of the seminars I've been to, and just general observations uh, with a little bit of a change up in the programming uh, in classes is, I think when we originally start CrossFit and, or any sort of hard strength and conditioning program, we realize how much we suck. So we go, okay, what does it take to suck less? And everything tells us, do the basics well. So do the holds well, do hollow holds, do Superman holds, do handstand holds, do them all really well. And then you go, okay, that's the path to get really good at those things. So you go and you do those things really, really well, but then you stop doing them. You get handstand push-ups, you get tipping pull-ups, you get tipping muscle-ups. And then all of a sudden, there's not really that, that basic element that you started with, which is still so fundamental. Uh, people do their strict pull-ups, they do their strict push, uh, strict push-ups, strict handstand push-ups, they do their strict green dips, but they don't do the holds often, they don't do them well. So, the, like something as simple as a side plank, uh, we were testing that at the CrossFit football seminar, and it was amazing how many people couldn't get through 30 seconds. And um, fortunately, I was not one of those people, because I do the holds and I do them well often. Um, even if you don't hit those positions in training, it's still good to be able to hit those basics well and often. Who knows how much they transfer, but we do know that they're important um, for stability, for strength, and for injury prevention. So do the basics, do them well. Raph, what's your takeaway? For this Tuesday, the final Tuesday of training, we have a takeaway inspired by Brent Fukowski, and he talked about on the, on the Friday before I competed at Schwartz, how he likes to plan to take away as much sort of decision-making or potential problems as he can before a competition. And then since then, I've done two. I've done Schwartz, and I did Octane Games the week after. And definitely one thing I've taken away from those is if you can just plan even down to retarded minute details, your weekend is going to go so much better when you have a competition. So if you can just wake up and just write down what you're going to eat between every single event, you can write down what you're going to wear. If you're going to write down what time you're going to arrive, then your day's not going to start in a mess, late for the first event, and then trying to find your hand grips. And just try and take away as many things as possible. If it's two days, it's where you're going to eat after the first day, and then all you got to fucking think about is what song to put on, and you yeah. go for it. Like which day, or like which night you have ice cream on. Yeah, it's important. Yeah, yeah. is yeah. it Saturday or is it Sunday? Like you got to know. Um, and so. Yeah, I think that that's like a big part of that's decision fatigue. Like when you get that decision fatigue, like it just ruins, you can't focus on the workouts as much as you should be. Yeah. All right, that's it. That's a wrap for this, uh, this series of training. So maybe the next series will come out next week. Uh, maybe you guys can tell us what you'd like to hear. We're thinking maybe something along the lines of nutrition, getting some guests to uh, share their takeaways on nutrition. Uh, maybe it could be sleep. Um, I don't know. Maybe Maintaining could... your podcast equipment. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it could be uh, flexibility. Who knows? Uh, give us some ideas if you have some. If you want to learn more about some things, have us seek out the experts for you. But we're going to jump into the good shit, obviously. So uh, one thing that the internet spat out at you this week, Raph. All right. I've got it here. 
article by our friends at Catalyst Athletic, and it's a formula that measures your commitment to weightlifting. <laughs> a formula. A formula. Right. Let's see that shit. It's pretty good. So it's basically you like give your scores out of ten for all these different things like nutrition, taking care of your body, keeping positive attitude, and then you like your personal life to keep your stress down, and you total up your total score. How committed are you? Make a fucking weird ass percentage, and that gives you your commitment to weightlifting. Did you do it? Yeah, I don't do weightlifting. I do zero, but oh really? Was I, it I like how much yeah, you like enjoy weightlifting? It, it sort of depends how you say it, but you kind of say that some of them are pretty low, and then it's like, oh, I guess my commitment is not a ten out of ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So the internet spat out at me this week, and it was sent through by a good friend of uh, mine, uh, Sean Cousins, owner of CrossFit Athletic. Motorvale. I didn't want to fuck that up. I was going to say Manlyvale. Uh, so it was Gary um, Vyernicek. 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 He's an arrogant asshole entrepreneur guy that says some pretty inspiring shit. Uh, it's called the Gary V-E-R-Y something something Entrepreneur Speech USC. USC is the college uh, talk 2015. So he's basically this um like... What do you call it? Like super um, investor. Um, super investor sounds good. Super investor. Super, some sort of <laughs> some sort of super investor. Uh, basically, he's a dude that's just uh, created uh, or taken small businesses to like the millions and millions of dollars, and he now inspires other people to do the same. He has his own podcast, and in this speech, he basically gives what his interpretation of what an entrepreneur should be. And, you know, he, he actually asked people what their takeaways are from his speech at the end. And it goes for about 30, 40 minutes. But one big thing that I got out of it was he said, uh, fuck your weaknesses. And he said, just go with what you're good at. Um, and another thing that he said was... Doesn't do CrossFit. Oh, it does no physical exercise. So I have no respect for him. Uh, but one other big thing that... Um, he said was uh, really important was be, you know, in his mind, entrepreneurs work 12, 13 hour days. And if you're not working those 12, 13 hour days, in his mind, he doesn't consider you that you have real entrepreneur work ethic. Um, so that was, that was a pretty cool speech. So if you want to get inspired, if you want to get motivated to do something different or with your life or start something like a startup, go listen to that speech. What did the internet spit out of you? I've already told you. Oh, sweet. You were not listening. Oh, I was not listening. Oh, the catalyst. Yeah, podcast. The is, podcast uh, or book that you listened to this week. Yeah, an article podcast with Joe Rogan. He quietly soothed my trip to Newcastle. So it was a, just like a two and a half hour podcast, which was perfect. AKA the other side of the universe. Yeah, to get me. I will never be going back. So you can live without fear if you're going to Octane Games next year. <laughs> Shit is way too far away. Um, we had an episode with Christopher Ryan, author of Sex at Dawn. And obviously, it's nothing to do with training. I don't think Chris Ryan is in any good physical shape. But it's a pretty, pretty interesting podcast. And uh, particularly if you want to take your mind off stuff, and talks a bit about sort of like evolution and sexuality and the origins of that. So it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's, it's, good. it's good chat. About two hours off topic, half an hour on topic. Um, and then my podcast was a London Real podcast. So London Real is the name of the podcast, R-E-A-L. And it's with Ido Portal, and he's very hated and he's very loved, and he's kind of a guru of movement, uh, a master, although he doesn't like any titles, but um, that's essentially what he is. He's a freak show. 
And the podcast is called Just Move. So it's the first one that he did with London Real. He did one more recently, but the original one that he did, Just Move, is, is really good. Uh, it talks a lot about the philosophies of movement and um, sort of like mind-body connection stuff. Just some stuff you haven't really heard before. Um, a big one is he talks about that everyone lives their life with a dogma. And like I'm always anti-dogmatic, but the way that he puts it, and I don't want to butcher it, it's very interesting how he says, you lead your life by a certain main dogma and you have sub-dogmas below that. And it's interesting. It gets you thinking about how you lead your life and like where you place your values and if you're setting the right goals. Um, but yeah, that's a really good one. Go listen to that. So London Real, um, Edo Portal. It's called Just Move. Uh, that's it. That's Takeaway Tuesday, uh, episode number three. So See you on Thursday. Yeah, let us know what you think. And um, as always, this podcast is brought to you by our favorite audiobook company, Audible. Audible.com.au slash my muscle. Fucking just go sign up. All right, just go listen to some books. Let us know what you think. Starts off free. All right, man. See you later.